Hey guys, welcome back to the I Think Biblically podcast. Before we get into the topic for today's episode, I want to take a minute and just say thank you to everyone who may be listening. I hope it encourages you and just causes you to get into your Bible more, to read it, to think biblically. And also, if you guys haven't, if you enjoy what you're listening to and it's been encouraging to you would you share it with somebody else whether it's through maybe you can post it on your social media i would highly appreciate it i do not care if you would share it with somebody uh pass it on to your friends your family whoever again it's not to promote me i am truly nobody but i'm just trying to follow the commission and just to present the gospel in any way i can whether through this 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 podcast we're passing out tracks or however it may be just trying to be a witness for the lord just to share his word causing people to think biblically trying to get his word to the people and hopefully that it will encourage them and draw them closer to him that is the goal through this so i would appreciate it if you guys would share it with somebody and i hope and pray that it encourages you guys. With that being said, we're going to get into today's topic and we're going to be talking about spotting a counterfeit gospel or a counterfeit preacher or teacher. The traits that belong to false teachers or a false preacher spotting a counterfeit. And we're going to start in Second Peter chapter 2 verse 1 and it says, but there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who shall privately, who privately shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them, and bring upon themselves swift destruction. We're going to read a few verses, and then we'll we'll talk about them. Second Peter three, verse three says, knowing this first that there shall come in the last days scoffers walking after their own lust in jude 1 17 it says but beloved remember ye the words which were spoken before the apostles of our lord jesus christ how that they told you there should be mockers in the last time who should walk after their own ungodly lust and then the last verse we're going to read uh, it says in Matthew 24 through 20, uh, 23 through 25, Then if any man shall say unto you, Lo, here is Christ, or there, believe it not. For there shall arise false Christ and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Behold, I have told you before. And we're going to talk just for a few minutes about how to spot a counterfeit gospel or how what is the traits that belong to false teachers or false preachers. And if you get on YouTube, uh, you can listen at different people and they're always calling out the false teachers or the false preachers or, or things that people is doing that is wrong that makes them a false teacher or preacher or how the gospel they are preaching is a counterfeit gospel and while that is true it is you can get on there and you can hear a lot of you can look around the world today many of the churches around there is false teachers 
There is false preachers. There is a counterfeit gospel going around. And I want to talk about, though, what does it take to qualify something? Or what does it take to qualify something to be a counterfeit gospel? Or what is the traits that make somebody a false teacher or a false preacher? Again, for the sake of time, we are not going to be able to cover every single thing. But we're just going to hit on a few simple things. One of the things that I want you guys to remember is a tree is known by its fruit. We're going to talk about the person for a minute. A tree is known by its fruit. And it's not hard to it's not hard to recognize something that's false if you're familiar with the real. It's not hard to recognize something that is fake or phony when you are already acquainted, you are already familiar with that which is real and that which is uh genuine. For instance, my son is four year old and there is maybe something I could take up to him with say a fruit. I could maybe take some that he's familiar like with an orange, a banana, something like that, but I could take up some kind of weird fruit, whether it be maybe a kiwi or a pear or something like that, and I could tell him, Well son, this is this is a strawberry or this is and I could he would believe it. He would not know because he's not familiar with those fruits but if I would take a banana up to him and I would say son this here is an orange he would know the difference he him being only four year old he would know hey no this this ain't a banana this is this is an orange because he is familiar with what a banana looks like he is familiar with 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 its characteristics he's familiar with 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 how it feels the the, the touch of it, the taste of it, and he would know because he is familiar with the genuine. And I, and if I would tell him, son, this is an orange, he would know that it's not because he knows the real versus what an orange looks like. He would know the difference. So it's the same way with us. Maybe there is people today, and you are worried about how do I know somebody is a false teacher? How do I know somebody is a false teacher? Well, if you are acquainted with the Word of God, and you are familiar with the Word of God, and you are truly in relationship with Him, it's not going to be very hard to spot it. You are not going to be led astray. The Lord will not permit you guys to be led astray, but He will make it known to you. If we get if we get familiar enough with, with the real, with the legit, with the genuine, it will not be hard to spot a counterfeit or a fake. And there's something I thought was pretty interesting. I'll read it. There is people that uh, they have been trained to spot counterfeit money. That, that's their job. They, they, are, they, are, they are federal agents that is trained to learn how to spot counterfeit money. And you would think the person maybe that would not know much about it would say, well, I bet they, they trained them by studying all the counterfeits and what all the counterfeit uh, bills would look like. But actually, it's just the opposite of that. The agents that goes into training to be able to identify counterfeit money, some of the first bills that they get their hands onto is genuine, legit bills. They are real. And they show them a number of real bills. They show them a number of these real bills and they, they, they go through these different things. The the feel of it, uh, tilting it a certain way, looking at it a certain way. And they show them all these things about it. Well, it feels different because it was printed on a cotton paper or 
you tilt it a certain way because it's got like a hologram mark onto it and this is not easy uh, duplicated or it's not easy a uh a reproduced like under cheap ways that many people who would try to print fake money would try to do that and they go through all these different ways how to spot a counterfeit but they are using genuine bills to make these people uh, wise to the counterfeits they don't hand them fake money now maybe you're saying well Finney what's important about that well we don't have to know all the ins and outs of the false teachers and preachers and, and try to get so deep. But all we simply have to do is get acquainted with the real. Get acquainted with the genuine. And I know I'm taking this probably a different way than what, than, than, than what maybe we thought I was going to. But if we get close enough to the Lord and we have a close personal walk with Him the way we the Bible calls us to then we won't have to worry about if we are being deceived or if somebody's a false teacher. You will know the genuine because you are acquainted with it. It will not be hard for you to recognize something that is fake and something that is a counterfeit. We need to get acquainted with the real. A tree is known by its fruit and we should be acquainted with the real fruit, the fruit that is genuine. That way when somebody's coming up, if somebody would come up to you with a handful of strawberries, any adult, any grown up, and they would tell you, hey, I got some grapes here. It would not be easy for you, it would not be hard, excuse me, it would not be hard for you to recognize, hey, those are, those are not uh, grapes, those are, those are strawberries. I can, I can see it because I know what a strawberry looks like. I know what a genuine strawberry looks like. I've seen it, I've tasted it, I've touched it, I've smelled it. I know, and I know this is not what this person is saying it is. This is not a grape, this is a strawberry. And we get acquainted with the real, it will not be hard to identify the fake, the phony, the counterfeit, <clears throat> excuse me. One thing, a trait of a false teacher that we should recognize, something that, that, that will stand out, one of the, the main fruits, one of the things that will stick out is what is their view of Jesus? And Matthew, and this, and this is very important, Matthew 16, verses 15 and 16, says this, He saith unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. That is so important right there. The, what is their view of Jesus? What, is, what do they say about Him? Do they, do they agree and confirm all the things that the Bible says about Him? Do they hold to that? Do they not waver from that? Or are they saying, well, Jesus is a little bit different than what the Bible says? And they, or did they try to paint a different picture of him? Because you do have those. There's different people who say Jesus was just a good man. He was just a prophet or all these things about him. You have those that would say he didn't. He wasn't. Uh, he did not rose from the dead the third day. You have all these crazy things going on. They say that uh, the resurrection was more symbolic. It wasn't a physical thing, and it, it goes into all these things. And this is so important of their view of Jesus, because the Bible says in First John two and twenty two, "Who is a liar? But he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ." The Bible says he is Antichrist that denieth the Father and the Son. So one thing that we can be on guard for, again, and it comes from 
us knowing who the Lord is, if we don't know who He is and we don't have a walk with Him, how are we going to know when somebody comes up and is saying all these counterfeit things about Him and painting these counterfeit pictures of Him and coming up with all these crazy things and trying to discredit the resurrection, trying to discredit His atoning work, trying to discredit all the things He did that pertains unto salvation. And if we are not familiar with the real things, the truth of it that is found within the Word of God, you do not have to be a scholar or a theologian, but simple, a simple time of reading and studying, you can know these simple truths. They are found in the Word of God. It is, it is not hard to understand. God will reveal it to us. We are to know these truths. That way when somebody is saying the contrary, when somebody's coming up with these fake and counterfeit things of Christ trying to to lessen or, or take away from his work that he done on Calvary, that we could spot it because we know the real. We are acquainted with the real. So our view of Jesus is very important. Do we have a correct view of him? And how how do we get a correct view of him again? It is found within the word of God and walking in relationship with him. So that is something to be on the lookout for. What is their view of Jesus? Are, are, they, are they falling under the the, the guidelines that the Bible gives us, are they agreeing with that? Are they, are they consistent with that? Are they getting out there into things that's, that's straying from the Word of God? And you know, that is a problem we have today. Many people try to come up, and, and some people do it not with the intention to deceive or to harm. It's, it's a good intention, but sometimes good intentions is, can result in bad outcomes that can cause damage. Good intentions a lot of times has done a lot of damage to people and a lot of hurtful things has come out of a good intention. Some people will, will get off into different things and, 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 and proclaim things and say things about Jesus or things that pertain to salvation and it is nowhere found in scripture. It is not biblical and we must be careful with things like that that we always bring it back to the word of God. Our view of God and of his son Jesus Christ and the work that the Holy Spirit does into the life of a believer and in drawing a sinner to repentance. All these things that we need to know is found within the Word of God. And when we get acquainted with that through the Word of God, when we real, when we understand the genuine, when we see the real, it will not be hard to identify and spot a counterfeit or a fake. The last thing to look for is do they preach the gospel and when i am talking excuse my voice uh when i am saying the gospel do they preach the gospel i am defining the word gospel as the good news of jesus christ death burial and resurrection that christ died to save and to reconcile a sinners back to a holy just and righteous god when i am talking about the gospel i'm not talking about that christ died to fill our pockets full of money and to just improve our lives here on earth when i am talking about the gospel i am defining it as salvation for our souls the number one priority to reconcile us to god do they preach the gospel that is something you need to take note of and again it comes back to this 
do we truly know what the gospel is? You know, we talk about, uh, I attend full gospel churches. That is what I go to. And a lot of things to come under full gospel is uh, healing or uh, uh, prosperity to a certain extent or different things. But that is not the good news that is, the good news is that we are a sinner saved by grace that Jesus Christ came to this earth and died for our sin to redeem us back from the hand of the enemy from the slavery of the enemy that we was in that he died upon a cross he rose again the third day and He justified us. He reconciled us to our Father, which we in ourselves could not do. A relationship that we could not restore within ourselves. This is the good news. These other things, yes, God prospers you. God blesses you. God makes it well. I can testify to that, that God will provide for you. It's not always been the way I've wanted it to be, but He has provided. He has, he has touched in times of sickness. It is all these things. But guys, we cannot confuse those things that is, that is just benefits of being saved, that is just a bonus to being saved. The main goal, the, the main thing of the gospel, the main focus is salvation. It's to, to truly reconcile you to your Father. Do they preach the gospel? In Galatians 1 and 7, it says which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached, let him be accursed. We need to get to the place where we know what the true gospel is, and it is that Jesus Christ was, we are sinners, we must understand that, we are sinners and we cannot earn or deserve our salvation. There was a man named Jesus Christ. He was born of a virgin, lived a perfect, sinless life, died upon a cross, rose again the third day, and he is now seated at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for us. And through his sacrifice and the blood that he shed, he redeemed us back from the hand of the enemy and reconciled us to a right relationship with our Father and justified us. It is through grace that we are saved. It is a gift presented unto us, not something we earn, not something we deserve, but something that was given freely to us that we accept. It is our, we, we just respond to the invitation of salvation that is presented to us. When we understand that, when we, when we are acquainted with the genuine gospel, it will not be hard to identify a fake or counterfeit gospel. We must be acquainted with the Word of God, and it will not be hard to spot all these other things. And saying this, and I will end, there is many disagreements the churches have. You know, I've, I've attended a few different churches, not a lot, maybe not as many as those who may be listening, but I've been to a few different churches, and you're never going to fully be on board with somebody. There'll, there will always be, I love my pastor, but you know, me and my pastor might not agree on every single little thing. There is just maybe some disagreements over 
things that is non-selvific. It, it's and what I mean by selvic, selvific, it is things that does not pertain unto salvation. It has nothing to do with salvation. There is just certain little things. It's maybe a, a topic or a belief that has nothing to do with Jesus Christ being born of a virgin living a perfect sinless life and rosen again on the third day it has nothing to do with those things that is non-salvific so we must use caution in these areas and allow god to direct us and guide us not we we can't classify every person as a false teacher or preacher just because we don't agree with every single thing they are saying is and again we must use discernment and judgment some things people have beliefs or or their thoughts onto uh can lead into deeper things and it can cause error into deeper things later on but we can't be willing we can't call everybody a false teacher or a false preacher just because it ain't just exactly the way we think but the bible must be the standard of which we use as genuine as true as real it is our guideline it is the source of which we hold to and if it does not line up with that if it is not fitting up with the word of god then it is counterfeit and it is fake and we need to dis- we need to cast it off to discard it i pray that this podcast has blessed you tonight if it has please share it with somebody else and we'll see you next time on the i think biblically podcast